Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as the Packwood Locker presents high school basketball in Southeast Iowa. We have Coach Kissel uh, from the Waco Warriors. Uh, uh, welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me on. I always like talking about Warrior basketball. Well, uh, we also want to mention Eichelberger Farms there. They, uh, uh, they're sponsoring your team this year, so... No, they do a great job in the community, so that's not surprising to hear that they're part of this. Yeah, when I went to the uh, uh, to the Montezuma playoff game there, uh, they came up and approached me and said they wanted to help this out. So we really want to thank them and uh, the Packwood Locker, too, for all the sponsoring the whole high school season. But anyway, uh, Coach, it's basketball season, and uh, you're uh, – as they say, no rest for the wicked. You just uh, got out of the uh, state championship game. And uh, I, I, first, I want to thank you for that coverage. You know, I know you were a big part of, of the coverage. Uh, and the Warrior Vision is just like really one of the best. And and you get really good numbers when you are when you show the stuff and uh, a lot of support. And it's a great way for a lot of people to, to, to keep up with it. So kudos on that there. No, thank you. That's one of those things that we were – we really looked to do uh, and kind of COVID inspired us to stream everything. And we have, like I said, Eichelberger Farms is one of our sponsors. And there's about 20 area businesses that support uh, the streaming service so that people can watch it for free. And yeah, we get great numbers. And like I said, great support from our community here in uh, the Waco School District. And uh, I want to thank all those Waco Warrior uh, listeners that we've got. I mean, and there's so many of them. We was at that game and Scotty and I, you know, Every time we turned around, somebody was coming up telling us, you know, we we listened to this episode, that episode, and thanks for covering our kids. And and uh, it was a pleasure because boy, that was a, a a stellar football season. But you have a lot of the the same ingredients, and even a, a few more actually uh, of this uh, state championship football team on your team, don't you? Yeah, a majority of the kids that played football uh, also play basketball, or they're going to split up and they're going to play or. They're going to wrestle this year with Coach Pugh. I think he has a full lineup this year. And so we have great numbers, great participation. Uh, so for 1A school to have a full wrestling squad and a, a competitive basketball team, that, that just speaks highly of this community and the people in it. Well, that's because that's what the community wants to – it wants to produce excellence, and it wants to focus on creating excellent youth. And that's exactly yeah. what's going on there in Wayland and, and that surrounding area, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And like I said, the support's great. Uh, if you look at our facilities, we have some of the best facilities for a 1A school in the area. You know, our uh, Kaufman Center, uh, great alumni support there, uh, put that together for our athletes, and they take advantage of it. They're in here all summer working out. Uh, in the mornings, we have an early bird PE class with Coach Pugh, uh, and so they do in-season training uh, year-round. And so, uh, and all that's just community effort. If you look at our uh, track and field area. Uh, we host districts all the time. That's a credit to Coach Edeker and just the community. We run a great track meet, and so that goes through all of our sports. And in our basketball system, it's the same. And so we're looking forward to this winter. Our girls just played in a uh, their achieve scrimmage here against Mid Prairie, and they were able to win their opener there. And so that's going to be a lot of confidence on the girls' side, also. Well. Uh... A lot of people were pointing out a something called the Kaufman Center that that uh, you had an alumni help donate that, but and then there was a lot of you know other people go into it and and, and uh, uh, what is it you know how does having first class facility tell tell our listeners what this Kaufman Center is and uh, 
how does that help you put excellence on the court? Yeah, the Kaufman family gave back to the school district a few years back, and uh, we have a, I'll call it state of the art. It's a great facility there for the kids. Uh, it's half and half, half for the community, and then half of it is for the student athlete. And so uh, through their donation, we were able to put that together. Uh, next time you're up here, we'll give you a tour because uh, words can't describe how nice a setup that is for those kids. So they're kind of spoiled uh, as far as training facilities, but uh, they take advantage of it. And so there's no complaints. It's been a big help here in the last few years. And I think you see it on the field and off the field. I mean, the kids that are doing the early bird aren't all athletes. And so uh, some of them just take that just to get in, uh, get in shape. And so, yeah, it's a great thing for our community, one, and for the school. Well, uh, what has these top-notch facilities produced for us as players on the, on the uh, uh, court there that went to the sub-state last year? But you look to be much stronger this year than you were last year. Well, we got a lot of quality returners coming back. You could almost say we have seven starters. Uh, we have our five from last year, and then we had an injury to one. So a six player came in and took his spot, and then another injury from football last season uh, limited a player. So just kind of talking about those uh, seniors coming back next year with starting experience. Uh, the one that was injured last year during football season was Isaac Oswald. He's a senior guard for us. He was the quarterback on the football team this year. Uh, so he's finally back to 100%, and he'll be competing for that position again uh, as a senior. And then looking at some of our other seniors, we have Simeon Reichenbach coming off a great uh, football season. He was second team all-conference last year, basketball. Uh, hurt his knee there in the semifinals game. And so he'll take it kind of ease into the season here, uh, winter season, but we're expecting big things out of him. We have Cody Graber. Uh, he's our six foot six post, and he was one of the top uh, blocking machines in the state last year. He was all conference honorable mention. I uh, played football last year as a wide, or this year as a wide receiver. So he'll be returning a senior post in the middle. Uh, on the outside, the perimeter, we have Colton Lichty, junior guard forward for us he was honorable mention also last year coming off a fine football season just just one of those kids that has a nose for the ball whether it's on the football field or on the basketball court he's just always active and always doing good things he's one of those kids that you know opponents to get frustrated by but teammates love to play with so uh in the back court we also have hunter hughes junior guard coming back uh, he was our lone first team all-conference player last year led the team in scoring uh, assists and just does an excellent job for us in those categories. And so it's good to have him back. And he's only a junior. He's got three years of varsity experience now, uh, entering his third year here. So quality leader in the backcourt. And then we talked about our uh, injured player last year, Mason Miller, uh, had a great game against Sergney, rolled his ankle, and then he was out for a couple weeks. And so as a result, uh, Reese Oswald, a sophomore last year, junior this year, uh, took over and led the team in uh, shooting percentage for as far as uh, three points with over 40% from that range. And so he really stepped in and finished the year as a starter for us. So those are our seven, you could call them returning starters. But we also have some other uh, players coming back. Uh, Chase Waterhouse, another junior, just a big physical post. Uh, probably his claim to fame right now is he fouled out in like a minute 30 in one game last year. Uh, but he's 
just come so far offensively. He was a really big key component to our stretch run last year, just seeing that presence inside that could rebound and finish for us. And then we have Odie Stephenshoop, hurt his knee last year in football, uh, so he didn't get to play basketball last year. Uh, but he finished football this year, and if you watched our football season, he's a tremendous athlete, and so he'll be playing this year basketball his senior year. Uh, we also have an underclassman, a sophomore, Clayton Miller, uh, just a all-out, I don't know how to, how to describe it, just all energy, all go, all the time, and so he'll be battling for minutes. And then this year, uh, during the football season and semifinals, we lost uh, Ty Egley to a knee injury. Uh, but I just want to mention that because he had a great offseason. He would have had a major role this season. And so that's kind of the one downer from the football season. You know, I had a great run, state runner-ups, uh, but there were some injuries along the way there that were kind of slow down our progress here as we open the season. Well, let me ask you something. Uh, I kind of noticed uh, on the football field this year that uh, – Guys like Odie and, and uh, Colton Lickie are even taller than they were last year. Did some of these guys have kind of a growth spurt over the in between last year's season and this year's season? Yeah, one of the things Waco kind of, we're kind of slow growers. And so if you look at our JV team and our freshmen and sophomores, we're usually a, a shorter variety. Uh, but by the time they become juniors and seniors, they tend to sprout up. And so uh, kids like Cody Graber, he's about an inch longer. And Colton Lichty, like you mentioned, he's grown a couple inches. Hunter Hughes has grown a couple inches. So, yeah, they're all just part of uh, adolescence. They're going through the growth and uh Definitely helps the basketball team when you have a bunch of kids out there over six foot. Yeah, it does seem like you're going to be a lot taller than you were last year. Uh, but Scotty Melvin and I were talking about, well, two things. We were saying, you know, how uh, uh, one of the things Coach Edeker on the football field had was depth that other teams didn't have. And it was important because there was a lot of injuries. And, you know, uh, even if one of your players is out for one play, you know what I mean? You, you've got a good solid body to put back in there, which other teams wouldn't. And uh, so you've got a lot of depth, but we're kind of wondering how are you going to get all these guys in some playing time and get them all in positions where they can be successful? Yeah, it, it's a it's a awful problem to have, you know, having a lot of kids that you have to get on the floor. But uh, we'll we'll manage. And like you said, uh, unfortunately, injury is part of uh, basketball and part of football. And uh, I mentioned last year uh, we had a couple injuries coming out of football season. And we'll have a few of those that will kind of, like I said, ease back into it slowly here as we get re rolling into the uh, season starting next Monday. So it kind of takes care of itself. Uh, the kids are, like I said, it makes for great practices as far as competition goes. And uh, we're going to try to play up-tempo and get things sped up and just keep that substitution open so keep people flowing in and out of the games. And like you mentioned, when you have that kind of depth, you don't lose a step. And so uh, we're just going to go out there, play hard, have fun. And like I said, a lot of people will be playing a lot of time and a lot of minutes out there. So it'll be an exciting time for Waco basketball. Well, I think it will help you in weeks where you have a lot of games and stuff and you keep people fresh. I'll just say, like, like Simeon Reichenbach, you know, uh, uh, he wasn't overworked this year. Like, you know, there were there were uh, high school uh, running backs that, that would get the ball 45 times a game but then have to miss a game or two because they were hurt, and then they'd get 2,000 yards or something. But, uh, uh, you know, Simeon get the ball 16 times a game, 13 times a game, you know. So at the end of the season, he was a heck of a lot more fresh, and he was still playing when all those other big number running backs were still sitting at home. Oh, yeah, that's part of the – that's a luxury that, you know, 
Waco's had here. We have kids that can uh, play any amount of minutes here, whether it's football, basketball, and just get those opportunities because they've earned it in the weight room. They've earned it in open gyms. And so, like I said, uh, we definitely take the team first philosophy. And so the numbers aren't a big thing for us, but uh, winning is. And so we want to make sure we're competitive. And so we're taking care of our injuries, healing up. And so Jet Physical Therapy out of Washington, Eric and the staff up there do a great job and uh, giving us advice on how to advance our student athletes. And so uh, our kids listen. And so we try to take care of ourselves and take care of our bodies. So by the end of the year, when it's really important and, you know, you're making those runs, uh, you're at your peak, peak, peak performance. And so you can see that in football this year. And so that's our goal every year in basketball too. Well, let's go over the, the kind of split the game up in a few ways. Uh, I want to start out with the inside game. Uh, you got a lot of big bodies in there. Uh, who, who, who can we push the ball to in the middle to get us some results? Well, our big post this year right now will be uh, Cody Graber, and he's got a long frame, and then Chase Waterhouse. And their games are kind of different. Like I said, uh, Chase Waterhouse is a big physical kid, but he has nice touch around the basket. And then Cody can extend defenses. He's really worked on his three-point shooting to try to draw your big out and give our guards opportunities to penetrate. So they're nice complements of each other. And then you have players like uh, Odie Steffenshoot, Simeon Reichenbach, uh, Colton Lichty. There's big, strong kids that if there's a mismatch, we can put them down on the block and post up maybe a smaller guard or whatever. And so, uh, like I said, that all of that came through a bunch of hard work in the weight room, and now hopefully we'll see that pay off here this winter. Well, let's talk about your outside shooters, your three-point game, your perimeter guys. Uh uh, who's got the good jump shots from the outside? Yeah, on the outside, we kind of mentioned already, uh, you have Hunter Hughes, a uh, letter team last year in scoring. He's put in a lot of time in this offseason. He's one of those kids that plays AAU and just loves the game. And so uh, looking for a strong season at him. And then the Oswald brothers, uh, Isaac, like I said, he didn't get to play a lot last year due to a shoulder injury. Uh, but it was an honorable mention all-conference his sophomore year. And you just see that on the football field. There's a lot more confidence coming off that injury. And so he'll be coming into this season healthy. And so he'll look to step in into that perimeter role, whether it's scoring or distributing the basketball. And then his brother, Reese Oswald, a great athlete also. He's put on about 20 pounds this last year. And so we're just looking for him. He's that prior most consistent shot outside. Uh, but he's just a great athlete taking the ball and then elevating and finishing near the rim. And then Mason Miller, he mixes it up inside, outside. Uh, you know, he led the team in interceptions during the football season. Uh, and so he just has that knack on the basketball court also, just getting steals, making things happen. So like I said, it's an exciting time here. Uh, for the Warrior program. Well, let's talk about the defensive side of the ball. I thought last year defense was so strong out of Waco last year. I was really impressed. Every game I watched, I thought the defense very solid. But again, this year, uh, you're a little healthier, you're a little bigger, you're a little more experienced. I mean, uh, who, who are we going to see shine on, on the defense and, and just kind of break down the different parts of the defense? Who's going to do what for you? Well, we, we just definitely have a – team mentality when it comes to defense. You talked about last year, we held teams to about 40 points a game, uh, which if you go back and look at the 60 years of Waco basketball, we've had some pretty talented teams and that's the uh, lowest amount ever in Waco history. 
and we also rebound really well. Uh, we rebounded close to 40 rebounds a game, and that clip limits those opportunities teams have for easy baskets. And so that also for the Waco history was a top in school, uh, team school records. But yeah. so to talk about the individuals, a lot of it's, like I said, comes from that team concept where we're communicating, trying to keep people in front of us and just switching things up, whether it's man to man or zone, uh, the concepts are the same. Uh, just challenge shots, stay between your man and the basket. And when the shot goes up, your guy doesn't get the rebound. And so uh, we have very physical kids that take great pride in that rebounding aspect. And we have very uh, smart kids that are very coachable. And so Coach Jeff McGowan and Coach Chase Roth do a great job. Uh, when we turn defensive drills, they kind of focus on that and just making sure those kids communicate and get to where they need to be. And so, uh, like I said, to talk about individuals, I think is shortchanging the big picture of what we try to do as far as uh, just team defense. Well, let's talk about the schedule. Uh, there's one game I've already got circled on uh, uh, my calendar for a round guy game of the week, and that is – Sigourney is going to come over uh, and play at Waco. Uh, tell me about that game and maybe some of the other games. Uh, I know like the, the Winfield-Waco uh, uh, matchup is huge. And uh, who are on – talk about your schedule and who on it uh, uh, is going to give you some challenges. Yeah, so this year we we are moving back to the north half of the Super Conference. The last few years we've been in the south uh, playing teams, uh, traditional powers like New London, uh, Notre Dame, Danville, uh, Holy Trinity. Uh, so that was kind of our schedule in the last six years. And so we built up some nice rivalries down there. Uh, this year we'll open the season with Holy Trinity at Holy Trinity. And they're a young team and they're up and coming. Uh, they're going to make some noise in the south. And so uh, we play them next Monday and that's our first game. And we just had our first practice here. Uh, Monday morning after a long football season. So uh, we'll see how long it takes us to knock off the rust in that first game. Uh, looking into the North Conference then, uh, we play county rival and uh, North Conference champion, uh, Winfield Mount Union twice this year. And so December 6th, that following Tuesday, uh, we'll take them on at Winfield. And so those are two big games here in the first uh, two weeks that we'll be focused on. Uh, and then you're talking about some of the other teams uh, in our conference. Uh, you have Hillcrest Academy with Hall of Fame coach Dwight Gingrich does a great job up there getting his kids ready. Uh, Pekin under coach Swanson. They always have a talented group and a talented program over there. And probably the biggest difference you hear me talking about coaches up here in the North Conference, we have some very talented, very veteran coaches up here. Uh, with Tom Squires at Lone Tree. Uh, Bill at Highland, I'm not going to butcher his last name, uh, and they just do an excellent job getting their kids ready. And then uh, Wapolo is a new coach this year. L&M has a second-year coach. And uh, Columbus, I think, oh, drawing a blank right now. He's going into his third year, I believe. So there's a lot of good coaching up here in the north that will be a challenge uh, for our team. Uh, but we're looking forward to it. And then in our off, our non-conference games, you mentioned Sigourney and Kyoto. We like to schedule some of the stronger 1A opponents locally. And so those are two teams out of the uh, South Iowa Cedar League that we enjoy playing. I know uh, Coach Dan Stout up in 
Uh, Kyoto has another son playing for him, and so they're going to be a good group. And as we look at our other non-conference, I mentioned Hillcrest, but we also scheduled New London, who have two of the top players in the Class 1A and maybe overall in the state, and Blaze Porter and Cade Benjamin. So uh, yeah. we got a great schedule, and it's going to be a lot of fun for us this year. Yeah, you're not messing around. Is the Kyoto game at home or on the road? I believe we're at Kyoto this year. It's a Saturday uh, afternoon contest, and I believe it's in – Three weeks. I could look that up for you later on. We can talk well, down the road about them, but that'll be a good, that'll be a solid matchup also for us. You're making it pretty easy on me with some games here. Uh, Pekin. Are you playing at Pekin or are you playing at, at Waco? Um, let's see. I think Pekin is like our split game. In other words, the girls always start a week earlier. And so the girls will be playing at home against Pekin Tuesday night. And then the boys don't, we won't start yet. And then at the end of the year, uh, we will play, we'll host Pekin when the girls are getting ready for their uh, regional matchups. So our first matchup with Pekin will be after Christmas at their place. Well, none of all that stuff's close. You're close. Kyoto's close. Pekin's close. Sigourney's close for me. So those are the games I like to get to. And uh, I always enjoy that, that, that whole area. They really take a lot of pride in their basketball, don't they? They do. They do. And, uh, and that's one of the differences between the north and the south. Uh, the north schools, a lot of those kids, just like we, uh, 1A schools, uh, small 2As, they do football, basketball. Their athletes do everything. Uh, in the south, a lot of times it's more focused and geared towards basketball. Some of the teams share their football programs. So uh, there's a, a kind of a – I don't know. I don't know how I want to put that in the South. It's a different atmosphere as far as their Would it, would, would it be fair to say to there's more haves and have-nots in the Southern one? What was that? Is there more haves and, and have-nots there, kind of, you know, some really good ones and some not-so-good ones? Yeah, that's kind of class 1A basketball. You go through your runs of uh, athletes, and uh, like I said, the good coaches always – bring the most out of their players. And so up here in the North, uh, like I said, it's always a challenge because you never know what to expect out of the coaches up there. They, they'll run different types of defenses at you. And so you can feel you're pretty prepared and they'll do something different uh, just to kind of gain that competitive edge on you. So it'll be a challenge up here in the North and we're looking forward to it. Well, I really like your non-conference schedule. It's really, it's outstanding. You picked out outstanding teams and, and great matchups and, and matchups that the whole community can get behind, you know, uh, uh, the ones that aren't really hard travels or none of that. So I want no, to switch and gears and, and We're talk picking about up some scrimmages uh, with Washington and Mount Pleasant. And so we're keeping them local, but we're also trying to – you'll have some pretty good basketball there in the 3A level too that we're going to uh, take on here over Thanksgiving break and Christmas break. And so, yeah, we're trying to be as – get as much – competition as we can so we can improve each week well talk to me about how we can follow uh this warrior cast that just uh, we got to just keep hammering away on that warriors cast and get as many people to know about it as possible because uh warrior cast it, it provides you so much entertainment yeah and so that was something we started a couple of years ago uh, originally we just did radio with danny davis and the warrior cast program and then as we got more familiar with it, uh, we saw we could attach the video to it. 
And so we took over at the school level here. And so myself and Kaylin Duvall have been really pushing it more this year. And the boosters have been great supporting us. And so we started a YouTube channel. So if you just go to YouTube and you look up Waco Warriors Live, it'll pop up. And so it runs all of our athletic events and all of our musical events. And so during the season, uh, it's sponsored through, like I said, the local support of our businesses. And you can see uh, video commercials, kind of kill that dead time. And then we have commentators there from the community that will call the game and kind of bring a local connection and feel to what's going on because they can talk not only about the game you're watching, but what's going on in the school district also. And so Mark Janicek and Kaylin Duvall, Mike Miller, uh, Matthew Lichty did a great job this uh, football season calling games. And then this basketball season, Alex Cardenas, uh, Kaylin again, uh, Michelle Wade will be calling games for us. And then on the wrestling side, uh, Mike Miller and Jeremy McLaughlin will be calling a lot of the wrestling meets. So we're trying to get make sure that everybody's getting coverage. So uh, if you're unable to get to the event, you just go to the YouTube, Waco Warriors Live, and then we'll be streaming almost all. I don't want to say all in case there is a place we can't get the internet to work or something like that, but uh, we're getting better at that and schools are cooperating with us. And so uh, it's just been a really positive thing here for the Waco community. And the broadcasters do such a good job. You get guys that call a great game. And, they're, they're, you know, and that's not easy. And you got to have a little uh, personality and you got to have an uh, in-depth knowledge of the, of, of the players and the other team's players and, and the, and the, 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 plays they run and everything and be able to give some good analysis and plus keep them boosters, uh, sponsors going and everything. It's, it's, uh, it's great. And you guys did a great job on that. And I'm really looking forward to, to seeing it this year. Well, coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? Oh, there's always stuff we can talk about. I can talk about basketball or wrestling or whatever you want to talk about all day but i think we've covered a got a good start uh like i said we just had our first practice here uh with the varsity players and so uh we're looking forward to getting the season going and getting healthy and uh, just seeing what we can do here on the court this season when do you play that scrimmage with washington uh the scrimmage with washington we're actually going to west burlington and it'll be saturday over thanksgiving break and we'll take on uh, Washington, Fort Madison, and uh, West Burlington. It's a little quad down there, and uh, we probably won't keep score, but all the kids will know it. And uh, like I said, we're just going there, playing some good competition, and uh, get ready for the season here, which will start then uh, Monday the 28th at Holy Trinity. Uh, the varsity girls will kick that off. Uh, and Holy Trinity is the team that knocked them out of regional volleyball. So there'll be a little, uh, hopefully, payback dish out there mm -hmm. by our girls. And then the boys will follow that up against, like I said, John helley has got a good team down there uh, that's young and hungry. And so it'll be a good test right out the gate for us. So what, what day did you say your first game is and who you play? Uh, we play Monday, November 28th at Holy Trinity. Uh, it'll be a varsity girls, boys, doubleheader. And the varsity girls will start at 6 p.m. And boys will follow probably close about 7.30. And that's down at Fort Madison at the Holy Trinity campus down there. And, and when's the first home game? First home game will be next Friday, which would be December 2nd 
and we host uh, Wapalo Indians. Oh, that's going to be a good – you know, they had that uh, Griffin kid last year that was so good. Yep, think. and he has graduated, and uh, they have a new coach this year. Uh, one of their assistants got promoted, uh, and they're a young team. And so we'll see how that goes for them coming out the gate. Uh, that might be their first game of the season. Uh, we've scheduled a uh, non-conference game with Holy Trinity there that Monday night. So we'll see how that action turns out, too. That'll be a good second game for us here opening up, and that'll be a quad where our JV teams will play first at 4.30 in the main and second gym, and then the varsity girls play at 6, and then the boys follow at 7.30 again. That'll be at well, at uh, Waco. There's no rest for the wicked on this schedule, is there? No, no. We're we're coming out the gate, and we just want to get out there and uh, start playing some basketball. And like I said, the big thing's competing and uh, just having fun, and that's two things that uh, the Waco Warriors do well. I think we compete, and we try to make it as fun as possible. So, Well, we're going to get to that Winfield game, uh, the first one there. Uh, it's a couple of weeks, I think. Uh, yeah, that'll be a big one. That'll be, like I said, I would say two of the top teams in the North Conference competing there right out the gate. So uh, that'll be a fun one. Uh, cool. Coach Clay Edwards over there has a good team. And uh, we'll see if we'll be healthy enough to compete with them. Well, we've been talking with Paul Kissel, the coach of the Waco Warriors basketball team, getting ready to embark on a great season. I want to thank Brothers Market of Sigourney, Iowa, and Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, for their support of our podcast. Uh, and thank you for being with us, Coach. No, thank you. Anytime I can talk Waco basketball, I'll do it.